Retrospection Radio Theater presents Come in and join us for a tale. Greetings. I'm the narrator. Welcome to the study. Today, I will read to you a tale to delight, or perhaps cause a fright. <laughs> Today, we meet Mitchell J. Frost. He's a young man who's about to buy his first home. His wife, Lynn M. Frost, is at their apartment with their baby. Mr. Frost is with a realtor, checking out a new house for his wife and baby. Retrospection Radio Theater presents The Girl from Time. This house has been around for centuries. What happened to the last owners? They put the house on the market and moved out, like any normal owners do when they move. I'm gonna have to confer with the missus on this, but... Darren, after everything you've shown me here, the library, the rooms, the widow's walk, the kitchen, well, I'd like to think the better side of me would agree this place is perfect to raise little Mia. I'm glad to hear that. Let me know as soon as possible if you want to come back with Miss Frost and check out the house. Can do. Thank you, Darren. It's my pleasure. Have a great night. Tell the wife I said hello. Oh, one last thing. Yes? How old did you say this house was? At least a few centuries. Any good stories about it? If I tell you them, you wouldn't want the house. Oh, come on. <sighs> Fine. There's the story of Margaret and Sophie Anderson, and they lived in the house for a long time. What happened to the father? No idea. I think he went missing or something, which is pretty fitting. What do you mean? Well, they say this place is haunted. Oh, I definitely believe that. That's why I'm showing you the house. I knew you wouldn't care. Anyways, Margaret and Sophie were mother and daughter. One day they were in here in the house, the next day the newspaper boy heard a scream, so he rushed in and found... Absolutely nothing. Nothing? N-A-D-A. Nada. Nothing. Scrap. The girl and her mother were gone. So who screamed? Some say it was the ghost of the father. Others say it was the little girl. Nobody ever comes to a conclusion. Why couldn't it have been the mother? They say she was an odd character. That she didn't talk much. Didn't eat much either. Didn't go outside. A regular Boo Radley. Well, they think she killed her husband and hit him, and moved her and her girl out here. And when her girl figured out, she tried to kill her too. But then something happened and they were both gone. Interesting. There's no proof it did, no proof it didn't, but no proof it did. Anyways, like I said, give me a call if you want to look at this place with the missus. Well, some old ghost story isn't going to scare us. I don't believe in myths. I once heard that it is easier to tell what a thing is not than to tell what it is. For instance, a thing is not the baby Mia, peacefully asleep in her crib. A thing is not Linfrost. A thing is not the microwave that they will be putting into their new house, that is, once they decide to buy it. A thing is not a light switch. It could be any of these, but for the sake of our story, it is not. I wonder, have you explored every house, every apartment, every home you've ever lived in, thoroughly? There are the places you go, the kitchen, the bedroom, the bathroom, these are all familiar. And if you said, yes, I know my house inside and out, but you've never seen what's between the walls, what's in the attic, what's under the floorboards, then I must say that you do not indeed know your house inside and out. I would argue it is very beneficial to know your house this way. 
you'll never know when you'll need this information. The Frosts are the type of young couple that go about their daily life ignorantly happy. They stop to smell the roses, they say hello to the old man and his wife Gail every morning, and they go to work. Everything they do is a part of their little daily routine. They didn't notice that the roses were beginning to wither from a lack of water. They didn't notice that the old man and Gail were becoming sickly, and now sat on their porch each morning instead of walking to greet the mailman. Lynn didn't notice the look on her boss's face when she got into work. Ignorantly happy people are riding an escalator. They have to do no work to move forward as life will continue on easily and smoothly for them. Those who pay attention to details take the stairs. Though it may be harder and cause more strain on the body to continue, the payoff is worth it. Lynn and Mitchell return home to their baby, Mia, after a different kind of day. You have no idea what happened to me today. You got the world's best wife award. You're you're sweet. No, let me guess again. They decided you should be the first woman on Mars. Honey, I... They gave you the biggest promotion ever, and now you're head of the company. Frankly, that's a bit of a step down from going to Mars, but I'll take it. Exactly the opposite. I got laid off today. Lynn. Honey. It's hitting pretty hard right now. I don't know what to do. Not going into work and saying hi to Jackie at the counter. Going for a run with Tom during lunch. I'm just going to be home from now on. No work tomorrow. Nothing. Hey, we have a baby to take care of. Just look after her tomorrow. Go for a walk. I'll be home at the same time tomorrow evening. And we'll look for jobs and find you some stuff to do. Right now, I'm going to finish making the best dinner you've ever had. And then we're going to bed early to face a brand new day tomorrow. Thanks, Mitchell. Hey, where's Mia? She's asleep in the other room. The next day, Mitchell and Lynn rose and continued their normal morning routine. Except this time, Mia joined them. When Mitchell parted and left for work, Lynn continued walking. Later that evening, Mitchell returned home. Hey, honey, how was your day? Surprisingly relaxing. I walked with Mia all day long. It helped just clear my mind. Well, that's great to hear. I also called my mom today. Really? What did you talk about? She wants to see Mia and I. I'm thinking about going up for the rest of the week. Oh. I know it's sudden, so you won't be able to take off work, but I think some time away will let me refresh, get away from everything. I support you. Who knows? Maybe they'll hire me as a plumber like you when I come back. Oh yes, this job is simply glorious. I'll be leaving tomorrow after our walk. I'll be back Sunday. All right. I love you, Lynn. Everything's going to be okay. I know it will be. I love you too. Lynn and Mia left the next morning after their walk. Mitchell went to his job and returned home, making himself dinner. What to do, what to do? We just moved in, Lynn lost her job, and here I am alone, cooking dinner for one. I guess I could watch the sunset from the widow's walk, or perhaps check out what's in the library in the basement. It's gonna be hard not having her around for the rest of the week, but I think I'll manage. You know what? Let's go watch that sunset.
man, it's so beautiful. The sun setting off in the distance. I could watch this for... Wait a minute. What's this? Writing. Carved into the wood. Let's put on my glasses and see what it says. She's not her anymore. She? I wonder who wrote this. Maybe there's something else. I'll look around. Oh, here's another one. This is the only place I'm safe. My room is too dangerous. I love the sunset. Interesting. Let's look around some more. Doesn't seem like anything else is here. Maybe I should go check out the rooms, see if there's anything there. Man, this is exciting! I'm solving a mystery! I wonder who this was. Maybe the previous owners? Alright, this is Mia's room. Let's see if we can find anything etched in the walls. Hmm... There doesn't seem to be anything in here. I should go somewhere else. Let's check our room. Hmm... Let's look around. Well, I'm not seeing anything again. Maybe she didn't write anything else. Wait, what's this on the doorframe? Bingo, bango, writing! Library. Widow. Library and the Widow's Walk. Interesting. Well, I've already been to the Widow's Walk. That's what led me on this journey. I guess the next step is the library. Oh, I'm so excited. Quaking in my slippers. What am I going to find down there? I must admit, I've barely been in the library. There could be anything. Here we are in the basement. Over there is the library. Guess it's time to check it out. Alright, let's see what clues the sleuth can find now. Hmm... There doesn't seem to be anything written on the walls. Wait, how didn't I notice this before? One misplaced book. Everything in here is dusty and old except for that one. Maybe that's my clue! The Traveler's Guide to Antarctica. I don't think this was the clue I was looking for. Man, that's a real bummer. I really was hoping this will lead somewhere. Wait, what's that over there? A letter on the desk. Interesting. It looks old. Older than these books. Let's see what it says. To my dear mother, Margaret Anderson, I don't know what's come over you. 
Ever since father disappeared, you've been disattached and violent. This is not the mother I know, and I pray you feel better soon. I'm going to a school for girls until you are able to take care of me. I know you've been spending your time in this library, so I shall leave this letter here so you may hopefully come across it soon. Don't forget you have a daughter. I love you. Please get well soon. Sophie Anderson. So that ghost story wasn't made up. Sophie and Margaret actually exist. And Sophie was going to leave Mark. But if the newspaper boy heard shouting from inside, then investigated, what really happened? Are there any ghosts? Or did Sophie actually go off to the girls' school like she said she would? What am I saying? Of course there's no ghosts. What was that? Hello? Is anyone else here? Hello? Who are you? My name is Sophie. Sophie? Where are you? Are you somewhere else in the house? Or are you here in the library? I'm stuck in a room somewhere in the library. I, I don't know. There's, there's a trap door here. Maybe you can open it? How? I opened the room in the first place by using a book. Maybe you can try that. Okay, I'll try and pull a book off the shelf. Whoa! You saved me! Who are you? Sophie Anderson. Who are you? Sophie Anderson? You should be dead! What do you mean? You're from a ghost story. What year is it? What kind of a question is that? Because you should be dead. Instead, you look like a teenage girl. I think it's probably in late 1900s, maybe 1963 or so? No. What year is it? It's 2018. You were alive in the 1800s. Are, are you a ghost? No, I don't think so. If I were a ghost, would I be able to do this? I guess not. So what are you? A human girl? I don't believe you. What are you? A human girl? Okay. Fine. So there's a story about you and your mother. What really happened? What's the story? No, that's not how it went. I left the note for her and walked upstairs with all my stuff packed and she saw me. She got mad at me leaving and attacked me. Then she locked me in this trap room. Which brings up the question again, how did you live 200 years? It didn't feel like 200 years. I just went to sleep. It was dark, then I heard you. Nobody else came in here? No previous owners? None that I ever heard, but like I said, I was asleep. Ah. I'm thirsty. Do you mind if I go get some water? Sure, there's a glass upstairs. You can get it from the fridge. The fridge? Oh, right. You don't even know what that is. It's a place that freezes things. It also dispenses water and ice sometimes. That sounds magical. It is. I'll be right back. With her gun, I'm going to check out that room she was trapped in. Something is fishy. Bones! An entire human skeleton! I don't think that thing out there is what she says she is. She was definitely locked in here for a reason. I've got to confront her. No. I don't know what she can do. I'm gonna play this chill. This is so cool. I can't believe that rectangle was able to do that. Welcome to the future. The future is so cool. Sophie, I was curious what this is. 
It's not something we have here in this century. Would you tell me? Where? Over here. I saw it in the other room. It was some device or something you had. Oh yeah, I'd be happy to explain anything. Let's go look. No, what are you doing? I trusted you! I'm sorry, Sophie, but this isn't adding up. You need to start talking, and if I like what you say, you can come out. Let me out! Not till you talk to me. Let me out, please! I don't want to be stuck in here anymore! Talk to me, Sophie. How did you live 200 years? Why is there a human skeleton in there? I live forever. I can't die. What? When I get out of here, you can be sure that I will make your death painful for locking me in here again. What are you? I killed her husband. I could still hear part of her voice in my head. Now I don't hear her. Neither of them. Huh? He died. He died. He died. It's true, they used to be a happy family. Are you talking about the Andersons? Are you Margaret? I was. I was. Sophie knew there was something wrong, and it's true. I had to recover from the absorption. That's why she began to suspect. But everything was normal. Or so I thought. I thought. I thought. She tried to leave. Yes, but when I showed her my true form, she hid in this room. I couldn't find her. When I did, I opened the room and entered it. She began screaming as loud as she could. The boy must have heard it because I turned around to see him closing the door behind me. So Sophie is dead. And Sophie, I am Margaret. I am not you. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Unless I keep you locked in there, then you can't escape. I'll find a way. You're never safe living in this house. I hear everything that happens. Lynn, Mia, nobody is safe. One day I'll be released. No, no, you won't. I'll make sure of that. You can't leave me down here. Down here. Down here. I can, and I will. If you leave this place, you'll never be safe. You'll never be sure. Is that man walking out of the restroom of me about to attack you, or is it just a man? Is that man behind you in the booth of the diner me, or just a man? You're right, but if I fill this room with concrete, you won't be able to claw your way out. At least, not in my lifetime. No! no! I once heard that it is easier to tell what a thing is not than to tell what it is. A thing is Sophie Anderson. A thing is Margaret Anderson. Out of 7.5 billion people on the planet, it would be easier for me to tell you that 7,499,999,999 of them are not things. Of them are monsters, well, that I can't tell you. It all depends on your definition of a monster. Thank you for listening to this month's production of Retrospection Radio. I'm Aya Islam, and I've been your narrator tonight. Featured in the cast were Noah Jakowitz as Darren Wright, Noah Martin as Mitchell Frost, Madeline Schultz as Lynn Frost, 
and Maddie Staten as Sophie Anderson. If you like this podcast, you can find us at www.retrospectionradio.com or on Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and many more. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Want to contact us? Get on our emailing list? Have any ideas or suggestions? Email us at retrospectionradio at gmail.com. No caps or spaces.